0: They say this cat, Brother Craig, is a bad brother, but I'm talking about hatchet. we dig it. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, every Saturday. Who is the Hatchet Man? Where is the Hatchet Man? Who is this Hatchet Man and where can we find him? Okay, okay, Brother Craig is the Hatchet Man and you can find him at WNTW 820 The Answer. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man, on 820 AMW NTW. Now.
1: and merry christmas out there folks uh welcome to the program your friendly friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother craig coming at you live here on virginia's big dog radio program the really real deal and we're having a really real deal christmas a really real deal christmas as i like to say so nice that we're able to keep christ in christmas uh god bless our president donald j trump <laughs> Trump, you know, love him or hate him, the man is, uh, <laughs> he's getting it done. Talk about an onion toter, and I don't mean baby pearls. Welcome to the program, Virginia, and uh, we hope to have a fantastic program for you today. A lot of gifts to give away today. I really hope we get some callers. Um, the response to our uh, the beginning of our 10th year in radio has been fantastic. OK, uh, and even um, waving at the, the, the folks uh, who are viewing us on Facebook and, uh, you know, welcome to all of the Facebook uh, fans out there, uh, which uh, that's that's great. We have thousands of uh, Facebook uh, friends and are, I don't know how many of those thousands uh, are viewing, but uh, we get quite a pretty good viewership on Facebook. And uh, so uh, you all are welcome. And uh, I know a lot of folks are traveling now. Uh, on my way here, I saw the highways uh, pretty full. And uh, so hopefully some of you are, are listening as you travel. And uh, if you'd like to call in, uh, be safe, maybe pull over. Uh, the number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And we'd love to hear from you. We have uh, our good friends at Zondervan. Wow, where do I begin? We have uh, all sorts of Bibles to give away, okay? Uh, and then there's a book, handbook of the Bible. We have several of those to give away. We have Bibles for little children. Matter of fact, I'll hold them up. Uh, isn't that cute for the Facebook crowd to see? It's a little soft. Uh, it, it's 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 yellow. Has a picture of a duck on it, like little chick's Bible. Not a duck, a little chick. <laughs> a chick to hug, a Bible to love. I mean, it's this is just great, folks. And that's what you do. Get them started early. And uh, what else do we have here? We have, um, uh, let, let me, oh, I just have a whole stack of them here. Uh, like I said, quite a few Bibles to give away. Teen Bibles, leather bound Bibles, red letter Bibles. Uh, I think they're all n- new international version, but but listen, folks, you know, hopefully no one I, I remember a guy called up here one one time and uh, nothing against this gentleman if he's listening, but he wanted to know what version of it. I told him it was new international version, NIV. Oh no, I no, don't don't care too much for that NIV. But maybe he doesn't care for that. But there's someone out there that does not have a Bible, okay? You never know. Maybe the only Bible some people will ever see is you and me. OK. And so if we're walking uh, the way we should walk in, in um, among our fellow man, you never know. Maybe that person might ask you for a Bible. <laughs> they wouldn't care what version it is. It's uh it's, it's better than what they have if they don't have one. But uh, the case for grace for kids. Uh, and this is uh by Lee Strobel. Okay, and uh, the case for Christ by Lee Strobel. Okay, so um, and we had uh, no, it wasn't Lee Strobel we had on as a guest. It was the uh, screenwriter for the for the movie about uh, Lee Strobel, uh, former atheist who thought he knew everything, and um, he was he was an investigative reporter, and so he thought he would just investigate this Jesus story. <laughs> okay, and uh, and he put that big powerful brain of his to work quote unquote investigating the jesus story the birth narrative the, the you know the death the resurrection the whole nine yards okay came away with all that big powerful brain power and uh came to the conclusion this is for real you know and uh, and i'm going to tell you folks if it's not for real then everyone's just might as well uh, Tell Donald Trump, President Trump, we might as well tell President Trump. Oh no, uh, Mr. President, we we're not going to go back to saying Merry Christmas. We're going to keep saying Happy Holidays because if 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 this did not happen two thousand years ago, okay, uh, then we're just we're kidding ourselves, okay. Now I believe that it happened. And so what do you say? Why are you celebrating Christmas? Is it it just because it it makes you feel good, family get together, toys for the children, gifts for friends and gifts for yourself, Uh, you know, a couple of days off of work? You know, why are you celebrating Christmas, you know? So something to think about. And and as always, my prayer for the audience, and I think in this audience we – have uh, what I've uh, come to call over the years the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition. We are people that believe in things, things that are real. We don't believe in made-up fairy tales. We believe in science. And it's one of the big uh, bugaboos that the left, the atheists, those that oppose, those that don't want you to say Merry Christmas, they want you to say Happy Holidays. They They don't want a manger in the town square. I, I have a beautiful manger scene that I built uh, from scratch in the front of my house, high up on a hill, so everyone that drives down the road can see it, and it's a, a nice, you know, and, and I, I had such a wondrous, peaceful time building on it, And and, you know, Jesus's earthly father, Joseph, was a carpenter, and I would imagine that while Jesus was not put here to be a carpenter quite obviously that there probably were times when he was a carpenter okay <laughs> probably you know if his if his earthly dad needed a hand uh certainly Jesus would not uh say well um you know I'm I'm sorry dad but you know I've got to be about my other father's business although there was a saying where he said I have to be about my father's business but one would think that Uh, Jesus knew a thing or two about carpentry you know probably when you when you shook his hand you knew that a man's that was a man's hand okay that was not a soft hand okay that was a hand that was accustomed to handling lumber to handling a ladder to handling a hammer okay and so it was just uh, such a, 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 a peaceful feeling for me to be uh building on uh this manger out in front of my home and it's it's like okay this is um, building on the first house the first structure to house Jesus okay <laughs> and uh and the um the 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 nice uh scene that uh, and of course Mrs. Hatchet picked that out and it and it's beautiful. It's um you know a scene of Joseph and he's about four feet tall with a uh, a staff and, uh, and, and of course, Mary sitting and cradling the little baby Jesus and a uh, lot of uh, we got deer all around and a uh, little angel there, a little lamb uh, looking up. It's, uh, it's 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 nice, it, you know, lights up. Uh, there's a cross all lit up uh, right behind the manger. It's it's you know, I really did enjoy it. And, uh, and, I, and I pray that as, as people drive by, that that's a blessing to them. And, and I also pray that as you drive, and I pray that you're safe in your, in your travels, you who are listening to this program as you travel, uh, we, we pray that this, this program is a blessing to you. It's definitely a blessing to me and Mrs. Hatchett to have had the privilege of doing this for the past 10 years. And uh, our prayers that we're able to continue doing it. And um, as we are still in the midst of our very first uh, month long fundraiser, we started out uh, the first weekend in December. And we're going to run it right on up to the end of the year. And, uh, and so we are still in uh, sort of in fundraiser mode here. And again, the number is 804 454 1366, 804 454 1366. Six, six. And a lot to talk about the success of President Trump. uh, We're going to talk about uh, and we're going to continue this uh, because it's it's a big subject. Okay, so we're going to talk about it today and next week, which is the Golden Hatchet Awards for 2017. Uh, And this will be the Golden Hatchet Awards for all of the seven Cs of success uh, that I like to talk about. Okay, in the seven C's of success, of course, Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunity, choice in all things, confrontation with evil, and consistency in the application of law, and so uh, these these are some of the things uh, that we will be. Uh, discussing, uh, and, and we're going to really hit that with our final uh, program, end-of-year program, uh, next year. And I'd love to hear uh, perhaps your take on that. And now we're going to take our first break, and at the bottom of the hour we're going to have my very, very good friend Larry Pratt is going to be joining us. Larry is um, the uh, president of Gun Owners of America, and, uh, and Larry is also vice president of... Uh, of um, Oh, it's a, it's a cancer research group, and uh, and it, the name escapes me right now. But uh, a great guy, a good friend, looking very much forward to having, uh, you know, my good buddy Larry Pratt, uh, a true patriot and a true Christian. Uh, we're going to take our first break. Again, the number here, if you'd like to call in, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at sowwcharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at vachristian.org and saltandlightcouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal, as we listen to a little bit of Luther Vandross. Sing that song, brother. Sing it, sing it, sing it. And uh, we're going to have my good friend Larry sing his song uh, right now. Larry is manning our western flank out in Louisa County. Uh, brother Larry Merry, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. How are you today?
2: I'm doing fine, Brother Craig. Merry Christmas to you.
1: Thank you so much. Isn't it great that we have a president that gives pushback on, uh, you know, all these companies that over the years have uh, told their uh, workers uh, to say happy holidays or if someone says Merry Christmas, you know, they, they have to say happy holidays or give you a frown with nothing and all of a sudden this year it's uh you know it's Merry Christmas and no one's complaining
2: isn't it great (laughs) yes sir brother Craig it's great and you know one of the things that I found out through the years and uh was you know in the workplace there is a lot of uh I don't want to say hostility but there is a lot of uh Negative feelings toward Christians. So this is kind of like,
1: yes,
2: you know, this is kind of like taking some of the sewage out of the tank, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, like you say, you know, we measure not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. But it is good to hear "Merry Christmas." It kind of reminds me of when I was a small child and it was Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, and who would have thought that this would be coming from Donald J. Trump you know former uh wh- what do you call billionaire playboy and uh but isn't this isn't, isn't this the way God does things it says he 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 confounds the wise with the simple, you know, and all these so-called experts called Donald Trump, and so they didn't say simple, but in so many words, you know they were calling him simple and I remember when Trump was young and he first went from being a millionaire to a billionaire, and he kind of went to the uh, to the upper side of New York you know it was a guy from the Bronx where his, his dad had a lot of uh, property you know in the working class areas and I, I remember this and it was like the the attitude of those that had old money and breeding and you know educated beyond their usefulness and uh, and certainly educated beyond their intelligence they sort of sneered at Donald Trump and looked down their nose at him I, I remember this. Dec literally decades ago okay because you know here, here here he was this guy with this with his i remember him at um you know at some new year's uh, party with his tuxedo and all and uh you know he he was looked down upon even then and for this man to be president and you know to have a little bit of a of, of a checkered past as far as some you know not all some christians get it you know that you know, Paul, uh, who wrote most of the New Testament, you know, they understand that, uh, you know, had they applied their personal standards, there would have been no Paul, because Paul was uh, a guy that abused Christians and, and persecuted and even killed Christians. And, and what about David? You know? Uh, you know, David not only committed adultery, he had the husband of the woman he committed it with had him killed. And God uses these people, which that's what lets you know that it's God and not them.
2: Well, you know, Brother Craig, the one thing I've found out in life, and it goes upon what you just said, those people you think that can carry the football for you, well, they get to the line and fumble it, and you can get a better person out of the stands that can get you (laughs) over the goal line.
1: (laughs) Well, Trump has gotten a lot over the goal line this year, brother. Yes, yes.
2: He he, he has the best two-minute offense I've ever seen. (laughs) That's a good way of putting it, Larry. I'm going to borrow
1: that, my friend. That's fine, Brother (laughs) Craig. Well, listen, brother, God bless you. And, um, you know, you keep listening and keep letting folks know, um, you know, I know you're a big fan and a supporter and a promoter of this program. I want you to know um, how much I appreciate it. And uh, now – are you gonna be up in uh, Richmond and Chester anytime soon, Larry? I have a big box of books. I would love nothing better than to have one of them in your hand, my friend.
2: Well, sir, I'll try to make it by to see you. You know, us country boys, we kind of hang out in the country anymore because <laughs> the cities, uh, the cities get a little bit wild every now and then, like what happened in Charlottesville. So we kind of, we kind of uh, stay away from the cities. Anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, the most oft-repeated phrase in God's holy word is "Fear not."
2: <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. So
1: if you're on a mission to come and get uh, one of these uh, books that um, our good friends at Zondervan have blessed us with, uh, you you'll be on a holy mission, my friend, and you'd be under God's protection. How about that?
2: I would do I would do that, sir, for my hatrification.
1: All right, all right. Well, look, we're gonna uh, we got a roll here, so uh, but hold on, and uh, we, we're gonna. Find out which book you'd like and uh, make sure that we set it aside for you, okay? So just just, just you, let sir. Mark know. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling. All right. And we had, uh, I think we dropped a call here. We had, uh, someone had called in from Henrico. I uh, uh, saw the name up on the, uh, on the screen. So feel free to call back, 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366, and at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have my good friend uh, Larry Pratt is going to be joining us, and uh, it's always a delight to have Larry on, and uh, he's been a guest here before, and he's even had me as a guest on his radio program uh, before, which was really cool, And uh, but anyway, uh, can we pull up, um, what is it, uh, uh, Linus uh, real quick there, uh, Mark, and uh, uh, so if there's someone out there that still hadn't quite figured out what Christmas is all about, uh, Linus, uh, as he explains it to Charlie Brown, <laughs> I love those peanuts. I can't wait to have the grandkids over and uh, sit, and I, I'll be just like one of the kids also, uh, sitting there watching it. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, uh, you all, and, and again, for you out there traveling, uh, be safe. Okay, we looks like we have it. Okay, what... I don't hear anything. You
2: was born to be a sign The glory of the Lord shall round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, "Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you was born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord." That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy. It shall be to all people. For unto you...
0: I shall... Tannenbaum Oh Tannenbaum Wie treu sind deine Blätter Oh Tannenbaum Oh Tannenbaum Wie treu sind deine Blätter Du grunst nicht nur Zur Summe Zeit, nine o'clock in winter, Venice night. O Tannenbaum, O Tannenbaum, V Troyzen deine
1: blatter. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And that's a real deal velvet voice there, the late, great Nat King Cole, old Tannenbaum. And uh, and that's, you know, old Christmas tree for uh, those who uh, may not know. But anyway, folks, we have, talk about the really real deal now, okay? And talk about the big dog. Ha, ha, ha. My good friend is on the line with us, Larry Pratt. And Larry is a uh, true patriot, as I was saying earlier, a true Christian, a man that doesn't just talk the talk, he walks the walk. Larry is the president of Gun Owners of America. And also, and I know in years past, he's been on the board and, and vice president of a, of a cancer research group. And uh, so Larry is doing all kinds of things. Uh, he is one of the... Uh, elder statesman uh of this great nation and uh when larry speaks people listen okay and so my good friend uh larry thank you so much for taking time to join us again it's uh it's always a pleasure and an honor to have you uh speak to our audience oh
3: brother craig thank you for having me it's my pleasure and my honor
1: yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we're having a, a, a great uh, Christmas here with a, a president in the White House uh, that uh, really gets it. And as, as I was just sharing with a, a, a caller prior to you coming on, a uh, lot of folks would not have expected that their, their expectation of Donald Trump was so low and uh you know apparently uh larry these people didn't read their bibles and how god used a man called a man named paul Uh, god used a man named david and you know we could go on and on and on how god uses the the quote unquote what we in our humanity would call imperfect men
3: it does it all the time i'm happy to report i can give personal testimony to that the um Thing that I didn't really get much media attention. It wasn't deliberately kept as a private, secret uh, development, but uh, apparently Trump and uh, a pastor, Robert Jeffress, who uh, is a Dallas megachurch pastor.
1: Yeah, we've had him as a guest here before, uh, Dr. Jeffress.
3: Well, he, uh, as you probably know already then, is the one that uh, was at a meeting of evangelicals Mm -hmm. with uh, now President Trump during the campaign, and I think it was at that meeting that he made a profession of faith, Mm -hmm. and it was Jeffress that has followed up with the president, now the president, uh, on pretty much a weekly basis, uh, often I'm sure by phone, Mm -hmm. um, so that uh, he's not left without some uh, mature Christian guidance. And I think that is just hey, one man of the most in, incredible developments that a, a guy that wasn't um, headed that way when he announced his candidacy, mm-hmm. and uh, I wasn't aware of this when I voted for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was essentially voting for the not Hillary candidate. <laughs> 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 And I realize that I got a lot more than I bargained for. And Amen. Have, and aren't we
1: better for it?
3: Oh my! I have no buyer's regret. This is one of the votes that uh, I can say that about, and that not too many that I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so far, this guy, and I think what uh, probably uh, not only individual policies that I'm glad he's pursuing, mm-hmm. but the fact that um, he fights. Yes. uh, Yes. Somebody comes up and pokes him. Oh, whammo. He's coming back. (laughs) And,
1: and you know, Larry, we still. And again, I don't you know, I'm not beating up on my Christian friends because, you know, people who are longtime listeners to this program, they know that we put Christian faith first. Okay, when I talk about the, the seven C's of success, the first C is Christian faith and then everything else, you know, the conservatism, the capitalism, the constitutionalism. Uh, all of that follows from and could not exist without Christian faith. But we as Christians, aren't we supposed to sharpen one another, my friend, like steel on steel?
3: That's exactly uh, uh, what the Scripture does tell us. And in a healthy church environment, that could right. be happening a lot. And uh, I, I think... Uh, well, from what I heard, uh, the, uh, Jeffress is no uh, shrinking violet. When he yes. uh, started, I guess really when he presented the gospel to the, to the candidate Trump, mm-hmm. uh, he began by saying, well, sir, your problem is uh, that you're arrogant and boastful. Oof! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> A strong, strong letter to follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm to so the glad credit he took it. He yeah, listened.
1: I, that I mean, this is the thing. I'm so glad you're sharing that because now I I knew some of that, but I not, I did not know all of that. Nor did I know that there was weekly follow-up. I'm glad I, because I was wondering, and I've even said so out loud here behind this microphone. Where are Donald Trump's spiritual advisors that were there in the campaign? Where, where are they? And and I guess it's good that, um, like you said, it's, it's kind of kept quietly. And uh, but I don't know. You think it's a good thing that it's kept quietly, or should that well, be uh, publicized there, a little more?
3: When he talked to Jeffers about it, I'm told uh, the decision was that I don't want to trade on my new faith. Oh, okay, uh, and so. Hopefully, people are going to be able to see it in the fruit of mm-hmm. what's uh, happened. Um, I, I certainly think that w- one of the clearest signs to me that uh, something seemed to have changed was that his somewhat notorious potty mouth. Uh, mm. Frankly, I hadn't, when I think back around the time of, of August a year ago when mm-hmm. this meeting occurred, uh, is. Probably the last time I've heard a direct quote of him using some unsuitable language. Wow. And I think, uh, in my own case, when I became a Christian, that was the easy part. That was the easiest thing to work <laughs> on. And, and so I was able to clean up my speech. Rather quickly, uh-huh. and I thought, well, maybe that's exactly what's happening here. Then, oh, so uh, bless
1: his soul, and, and God bless Dr. Jeffress uh, as well, because they, you know, and that, that takes boldness. And even biblically, you will find that the prophet had to had to give the tough truth to the
3: king. Absolutely, yeah, and, and, and Dr. Uh, Jeffress not listen. That. Sometimes the prophet had to get out of dodge pretty quick. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: you know, and also, and as I was about to say earlier to my Christian friends that uh, say, well, he should stop uh, tweeting. He should stop this. He shouldn't poke. He shouldn't poke the Arab bear uh, by doing all this with Jerusalem. Leave well enough alone. And I've literally and it's been shocking, Larry. That I've literally heard so-called alleged Republicans, and I and I will not take that back. These are alleged Republicans. When we've been promising that we were going to recognize the obvious—that Jerusalem actually is the capital of Israel. It's not the capital because Donald Trump says so. It's been the capital for thousands of years, and you know, there's still. It I mean, it
3: just occurred to me, but when Germany was a divided country and the communists ruled part of it and the capital city, uh, Berlin, Berlin, was behind enemy lines, uh-huh. we flew airplanes to break a blockade. We recognized that that was the capital of germany had been for a long time Mm. and we said yeah we're we're onto that yeah Uh, but when it comes to israel Mm. uh it uh, somehow that uh, a lot of people want to treat it differently and I, i I don't have any theological special place for Israel. I just think it's the one sane country in a crazy neighborhood. It it suits us very well uh, to partner with them whenever we can. And if uh, recognizing them diplomatically can be done, let's do it indeed. I'm so glad that the president took this initiative. Yeah,
1: and I'm so glad you pointed out the connection to what was done in the past in the case of Germany. And, uh, you know, Angela Merkel uh, seemed to have forgotten that, okay? And and uh, and the, the ambassador, the Germany's ambassador to the United Nations, they seem to have forgotten that, okay? Because we, all of our friends who we protect these people uh, in the United Nations, you know, what was the count? I think, what, Poland abstained, and who else abstained?
3: Uh, there were a number of countries that did. Uh, from what I could tell in the vote, uh, but were... our
1: close friends voted uh, against us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: well, I hope they get a smaller check from our foreign aid <laughs> uh, check writing machine. Yeah,
1: uh, and we're President still defending. Happen.
3: And and you know what? That would be uh, that would give us the funds probably right there to uh, build the wall on our southern border.
1: Right, right. And why are our troops still in Germany?
3: Yeah. Uh, to protect them against the communists, they elected one. (laughs) Right, right.
1: Yeah. See, they don't realize, Larry, when I talk about the coalition of evil, uh, I'm talking about the Democrat Party leadership. Now, if you're out there listening and you're a Democrat, I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Democrat, okay? Just like when I beat up on the Republicans, I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican. We're talking about those that drive the agenda, not those that consume the right. agenda. So these, these people are in a, co- they are literally, Larry, just like you and I, my friend, are in the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition. We are natural shipmates. If the, if the ship of freedom goes down, all of us, we, we all go down, okay? And we all come under communism and, and, and world and, and one world government. But similarly, Larry... Don't our opponents have a coalition, a natural coalition? They vote in a block together. They support each other's causes. When the Communist um, Party organized an event uh, up up on the Mall in Washington, I I went to the uh, Glenn Beck event uh, several years ago, and about six weeks later there was a counter event that was literally organized by the Communist Party, and you had all these, um, you know, you had these Antifa, these uh, Black Lives Matter, you had the Democrats, you had the trade unionists, you had uh, the the pro-abort uh, crowd, you had all the usual suspects in a coalition, but whereas uh, 30, 40 years ago, the communists would have been there, but they would have been underground. Now, the communists actually filled out the paperwork and put their name on it. So yeah. they cannot deny when I say there is a coalition of evil and it is the communists, the socialists, the fascists, the Democrats, the atheists, the, the Muslim fundamentalists. You know, those that believe it's, it's OK to kill, lie, uh, lie to uh, Christians, kill Christians, uh, tax Christians, you know, rape Christians. They, their holy book says it's OK to do that, particularly to Kira holy deception.
3: Well, they shouldn't be surprised then when they learn that uh, the Bible, the holy book says it's okay to fight back.
1: Amen. Amen. I just love Nehemiah, you know, and another thing, you know, the establishment Republicans and a lot of my Christian friends, they say, oh, well, why do you have to fight? Why not be positive and, and build up and just leave these other people alone and the people will be able to tell the difference, and they'll come back and vote for us. But Nehemiah, that that particular prophet, he said what? You have a a tool for building in one hand, a tool for fighting in the other. While while the wall was being built, they literally were under attack, and they had to learn how to do both things.
3: Exactly right. And uh, it would seem to me that uh, the circumstances, the particulars may— uh, have changed over the years, but that same basic nature of the threat uh, is still there. And for us to think that we can lay down our sword and uh, only have our trowel available, mm, I don't <laughs> think that's going to work.
1: No, not according to the book of Nehemiah, my friend. And, uh, nope. Listen, how much time you have, brother, because I need to take a quick, quick break. Uh, can you hold over? I'd love to uh, you know, I'll get be your here thoughts. I'll you get back. Oh, oh yes, okay. Sir. Great, great. Well, if you're just joining us, folks, we have my very good friend Larry Pratt. Larry is president of Gun Owners of America. And uh, we're going to take our, uh, our quarter of the hour break, and we will be right back. A man and
3: his microphone, Brother Craig. Ooh.
1: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian conservative constitutional coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at s-o-w-w-charity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at Vachristian.org. And and saltandlightcouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work.
2: oh christmas tree your gang green dress delights us oh christmas tree oh christmas tree your gang green dress
1: Welcome back to the program, Virginia. You do Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, when coming back at you snow. live here as we listen to another version of that smooth, velvety we're voice of the late, great yellow. Nat King Cole. And uh, we have uh, still on the line, if you're just joining us, my good friend, it's such an honor to, uh, to be able to call this great American a friend. Uh, not only is Larry... Um, the executive director emeritus of Gun Owners Owners of America. Uh, As I was telling you earlier before he came on, that he's also vice chairman of the American Institute for Cancer Research. And uh, Larry's also a former uh, member of the House of Delegates. And, Larry, what was it? Was it Fairfax you were elected to? Yes,
3: it was a uh, multi-member district that uh, no longer exists. But at the time it was... uh, uh, five individuals that represented the southern half of Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very large district, say the least. Yes, and um, the one, but it had the advantage that conservatives figured out that if they just voted for one uh, mm-hmm. and didn't vote in effect against the the candidate they really wanted, if they just voted for one, uh, that candidate just might get elected and that's mm-hmm. what happened i ran twice and the second time i got elected and there were a, a a number of voters who figured out that they didn't want to vote against themselves they wanted at least one conservative coming from northern virginia mm-hmm. and that's how i got in
1: yeah yeah and you know larry this is this is you know and you and i we've had this conversation off air before about the grand new party and uh pulling together uh, a way to uh, sort of define who is who within the Republican Party during the primaries and so that we get a good, strong candidate. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things, and that's going to be a a push for uh, our organization, the First Amendment, Inc., this year, in addition to school choice, universal 100% unapologetic school choice uh, done at the constitutional level. But... um, i think to 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 eliminate the 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 possibility in the future of that ever happening again all we need is uh to change the way we elect that if someone does not get fifty percent plus one, then there's a runoff election and so if if you have five guys, three of them get wiped out and I mean what's wrong with that
3: well it uh I don't think it uh, led to any serious problems that I'm aware of. The courts didn't like it, but that's almost an argument for retaining it. Uh, the <laughs> courts are so perverse and get so many things wrong.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
1: but, yeah. But, you, uh, you always seem to hit the nail on the head, Larry. <laughs> How's your radio program going, by the way? You're on, you're on how many stations now?
3: I honestly don't know. It's a couple dozen, at least, around the country mm-hmm. that carry the gun owner's news hour. Right. And uh, we're very grateful for them doing that. Uh, they've got to uh, either run it uh, on their own tab or preferably uh, find advertisers uh, to fill the space available, right, uh, right during we, the program.
1: Yeah, we have a very hard time getting advertisers here, and I, I don't know. Larry. I, I think it's you're right. It's not easy. But then when, and it seems when you have Christian content and um, divisive rhetoric, as I do, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm the hatchet man. I'm not the charmin man. Okay, that's <laughs> that's Mr. Whipple. Okay, I cannot be squeezably soft. No. No, So, I mean, it is what it is. And uh, so, you know, we've been um, over the over the years, we've had a few um, uh, dedicated donors. And uh, I remember very well, Larry, uh, this this great man, folks, uh, there was a time when I didn't even ask for a donation. I was just telling this man what we were doing and he voluntarily whipped his checkbook out and had quite a few zeros on it i never forgot that larry
3: well i'm glad i was in a position to support a work that i really really appreciate yeah Uh, your voice has done a lot to bring uh, truth and reason to so many people so uh, it was a real uh, privilege to be able to do it
1: yeah yeah and it's uh, and it's a privilege to have you on and uh Man, I've got to get back on your program sometime soon. It's uh, it's, it's probably been, what, a year or two?
3: Well, we'll uh, look at the schedule and see if we can't work that out. Yes, yeah, sir.
1: yeah. So now how's the family and the grandchildren and all?
3: Just doing fine. Thank you very much. Uh, everybody's well. And... Uh uh, right now, we're uh, looking at uh, 25 grandchildren.
1: Wow, uh, I have a long way to catch you, brother. <laughs> well, you got time. That's all yeah. right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have that's five. That's entirely in your hands. So You're
1: right. You're right. If my son would just find a wife and get started, you know, my daughter's rocking and rolling. <laughs>
3: good, good. Well, that's wonderful. It a is. Blessing.
1: It, that is a blessing, you know. Twenty-five. Wow, you are a blessed man. Your cup truly runneth over. Yeah, it
3: does. Um, uh, I can tell you how much it runs over every Christmas time because <laughs> it empties out my bank account. <laughs>
1: I understand that, my friend. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, anyway, it's it's been it's been great having you, brother. And um, you know, let folks know. Uh, how they can get a hold of you
3: and, uh, you know, yes, what what
1: the mission, uh, a little bit about the, the uh, gun owners of America.
3: Well, we lobby the Congress, and our work is primarily carried out by our members who send off email that we provide to them so that uh, the Congress knows what gun owners and uh, their voters uh, are interested in them doing. And it uh, kind of derives from the, Uh, wisdom, the practical wisdom that uh, the one-time Senate Majority Leader Everett Dirksen was fond of uh, intoning that when I feel the heat, I see the light and uh, try to make it so that they can see the light uh, very clearly. And that's accomplished by heat. Mm -hmm. And the heat comes from members uh, uh, and voters in their districts uh, uh, getting in touch with them and saying, this is what we want you to do. This is what we don't want you to do. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it does make a difference because when they know that we know mm-hmm. and that uh, there's the we is a large number, uh, that really helps make the right decision. Yes, yes. And
1: for my Christian friends out there, Jesus did say, I'll let you quote it, uh, Larry. <laughs> um, if If you don't have a sword.
3: <laughs> oh yeah! If you don't have a sword, go and get one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sell your cloak, even and in those right. days, the cloak might have been the only principal possession somebody had. It would be his uh, way of staying warm at night. He wrap mm-hmm. himself up in that cloak. So uh, that was not to be taken lightly. That was a very serious uh, matter that the Lord was discussing. Right. So uh, you can go to gunowners.org and you can sign up for free uh, to get these email alerts that then enable you to, in effect, be an armchair lobbyist, and it probably takes about 30 seconds every time something comes up. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Easy and effective. Right.
1: And for those of you out there who have not heard me go on about the five P's, okay, that you're supposed to be the prophet, the pastor, the provider, and what, the protector of your family and you protect them uh, a lot of times you're protecting them uh spiritually by being that godly presence in their life but there may be times uh brother Larry when you have to protect them physically.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Even yeah. if uh you're 20 20 seconds too uh yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what are you going to do while you're waiting for the cops to come? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Well God bless you brother and you have a very very blessed Christmas and uh You know, we'll talk soon.
3: Well, same to you and yours. Uh, Thank you so much for letting me be with you today. Okay.
1: All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right, Virginia. That was Larry Pratt, uh, president of... Where is the best news and talk?
0: AM 820, WNTW Chester is the
4: answer. her key
1: to the program, Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal, a very, very special Christmas edition of The Really Real Deal, and uh, we really, really did enjoy uh, visiting with my good friend Larry Pratt in the previous half hour. Now, we are just starting our second hour of today, and again, we have lots of gifts we would just love to give away. Uh, We did have a caller earlier, I think it was Nick and Henrico, the call dropped. Uh, Feel free to call back, Nick, or anyone else out there that's listening, 804-454-1366 is the number, 804-454-1366. And uh, we would love to hear from you, uh, your thoughts on the uh, Christmas season, your thoughts on uh, what's happening in the nation. Uh, and actually, hey, we could just let it be open line, uh, just whatever's on your mind. And, uh, and, again, the number is 804-454-1366. I would like to also remind you all that we are uh, we're still uh, celebrating the beginning of our 10th year uh, in radio, uh, bringing you truth. And uh, right from the very beginning of this program, uh, I had this saying, the truth is my hatchet, I bring it, and I sling it. And uh, to be a watchman on the wall uh, slinging the hatchet of truth, it's, uh, you know, it, freedom isn't free, as that old, oft-repeated phrase uh, goes. It, it really isn't. And so, and I know in this, uh, we're right here at Christmas, and uh uh, a lot of folks, uh, their pocket, their pockets are being emptied right now. <laughs> and, uh, and I understand. And, and another thing too, is that this is the season of giving. And so there's so many uh, groups out here that are worthy of the monies that you all have set aside that uh, you, you, you are using as your, your donations. There are many people out here that tithe and give offerings. Uh, you know, they, they, they give money to their churches and to other organizations, uh, very, very, this is a very generous nation. And so, and I, and I realized that, um, you know, at this time of year, uh, there are many, many, many groups and, uh, that, that are doing the Lord's work. We're not the only ones out here doing the Lord's work. And, uh, but we try to have a, um, sort of a unique take on things, you know, um, this started out as me, founding the First Amendment, Inc., and being uh, the president of that organization, the First Amendment, Inc., and uh, the, 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 the great freedoms we enjoy. its The First Amendment and the, and the founders, they did not give us these freedoms. God did. And so the great thing, uh, and I think the reason this country is so successful and the reason why we, the, and when I say we, I'm talking to you, the listener, why you, are are so blessed, okay? Uh, it's it's not on my strength why I'm blessed, okay? Because what if I had been uh, born in a in a little hut uh, somewhere on on the plains of the Serengeti in Africa? What if I had been born in a cave in Afghanistan? What if I had been born uh, down in the uh, in the Amazon jungle? You know, I could have been born anywhere, but I was born here, and I didn't create the environment into which i was born nor did you those that have gone before us they made this they created this with god's help and you just you take it all the way back to the creation you take it all the way back uh to two thousand years ago what we're celebrating this christmas season the birth of jesus christ you take it this this is where you take it back to and you and and people have received that baton whether they've received it if you can go all the way back to god and the, and you, and, and people pass it forward. Uh, they, they pay it forward, if you will. Someone made a movie a few years ago, I think that was titled uh, Pay it Forward. Anyway, it just it, it, it goes on and on in an unbroken line and, and, and well, maybe not unbroken. Satan gets in there uh, from time to time and interrupts things. but uh, we've had uh, we've been blessed, rather, with previous generations that have overcome those interruptions. They've persevered and they've overcome uh, satanic attacks. They've overcome uh, military uh, invasions. They've overcome uh, the desire even for this nation not to even be born. You know, they overcame uh, that in the Revolutionary War. Four generations later, they overcame when the nation broke up and uh, with internal squabbles during the Civil War. Four generations later they overcame as the forces of evil once again gathered strength and there was a world war. And you had Hitler, Mussolini, and Hirohito uh, trying to tell the Christian world, uh, no, your rights do not come from God. Your rights are whatever we allow you to do, whatever we allow you to have. And you have no rights over and above that, okay? And so, We've been blessed to have four bears go before us who overcame that. And here we are, folks, four generations later, the forces of evil are gathering about us again. We celebrate the birth of a Savior in a manger, born to a virgin. The world says, the the atheistic world, that world says, oh, no, that's a fairy tale. Okay. And they're in league with people that do not want you and I to live a life where we are autonomous and free. God created us with free will, but our fellow man, okay, our fellow man, they're not a God, they're just a flesh and blood person inspired by Satan. But our fellow man wants to say, once again, okay, just like the British said, just like the, uh, the slave owners said, just like Hitler and Hirohito and Mussolini said, here they come again, folks. They want to say, no, I don't care that your Bible says uh, in Second in, in Corinthians that you're free. I don't care. No, you're not free. Your freedom is whatever we say it is, and it goes no further than that. And so here we go again, this, this, this great battle. And uh, so as we celebrate the Christmas uh, season, it's, uh, you know, I love the fact that it's a time of of peacefulness and um, a time of giving. Uh, I just love that about Christmas. But it's also a time uh, to remember, you know, why was this baby even born, okay? Because this little Jesus, he's going to grow up to be the adult Jesus, OK, and, uh, you know, and as I, as my previous guest, my good friend Larry Pratt was just sharing with you, uh, the grown up Jesus, he didn't bite his tongue. He had some things to say. And so uh, hopefully uh, we hear uh, with this program, the really real deal. Hopefully we've had some things to say that you all have appreciated. Uh, you know, my prayer is that this program is is a gift. Uh, a gift to you. And, uh, and again, it's not of my own making. I have, uh, I'm just a runner in a relay race. I've received the baton, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit, my wonderful wife, the wonderful guests, all the wonderful authors who do all this wonderful research and write such great books. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you go to my, um, our, our brand new website that, um, uh, and, and hey, and if you want a site like that, you can go to ericaholland.com. EricaHolland.com. She did a great job. But if you go there and you'll see the uh, the latest programs, if you've missed them, if you'd like to hear what some of these folks uh, have had to say. Uh, uh, Keith Koffler, uh, who we had on last week, and uh, Father uh, Dwight Longnecker. Uh, really, really great. Uh, Father Longnecker had a lot to say about Christmas and Christian faith. Uh, Keith Koffler uh, had a lot to, he wrote a book about Steve Bannon, uh, had a lot to say about uh, Bannon and Trump and the direction that this nation is headed in. And, um, you know, I feel like that this nation has gotten a reprieve, a Christmas gift issue, if you will. <laughs> and, you know, and I know people say, well, the tax cut was a Christmas gift. In a sense, it was, It, but only if you're looking at it from a financial point of view. And it's true, it, it's, it's true, people are going to be happy uh, when next February rolls around and 80% of the nation, th- those that have jobs rather, 80% of those that have jobs and receive paychecks, they're going to see bigger paychecks, okay, because less tax is going to be taken out and so i I know that uh folks are gonna feel like okay yes that is a christmas present but that's just a a physical christmas present and see that the most special christmas gifts we give you can't buy them they don't cost money and so this this nation has i i think is beginning to turn a corner and uh and i was so heartened to hear what my friend Larry Pratt was just saying about how Dr. Robert Jeffress uh, has been giving Christian counsel to President Trump and been keeping it uh, keeping it kind of quiet. You know, that's, uh, I don't know, maybe I've, I, I, and now here I am, I'm, I'm self-editing while I speak and I'm thinking, okay, should I even be publicizing it? <laughs> because the president wants to keep it quiet. Well, with that, I'll uh, take a break. Um, it's it's, it's a little past quarter after the hour. Uh, I would like to remind you, uh, we're going to give the phone number out again. We'd love to hear from you, uh, and even you uh, out there on Facebook, we'd love to hear from you from anywhere in the country. Uh, the number here is area code 804-454-1366, and we are still uh, sort of in fundraise mode uh for uh the for our first time in 10 years uh doing a fundraiser first time okay and uh we've had uh some some great great people uh to pony up to make sure that this particular watchman on the wall is always up on that wall slinging the hatchet uh feel free to call claim your gift here all these wonderful books that zondervan has uh donated to us to give away to you okay so we have a, a box full of books. And again, the number, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. One
4: day an angel said quietly that soon he would bring.
1: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we, in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition, have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at salvationarmyusa.org, military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at sowwcharity.com, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at vachristian.org, and saltandlightcouncil.org and there's also churches and others, many many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work so we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you the listener is to give give somewhere, give generously, and give often and give in the measure that God has given to you Thank you Virginia
0: and God bless you Troy's and die na blate Oh tarn and bound Oh and bound Troy's and Dine na blate Do grunts nick no Zur Summe Zeit, nine o'clock in winter, Venice night. O Tannenbaum, O Tannenbaum, Vitrois and Deineblete. Welcome back to the program, Virginia.
1: Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And i love to mention also uh, the station here has uh, purchased, uh, I guess you'd call it, I don't know if you call it airtime or visual time, but on 95, uh, traveling north as you go through Richmond, once you get through downtown, right before you get to the boulevard, if you're traveling north on 95, over to the left-hand side, there's a huge billboard, okay? And the uh, whenever a host is on here uh, on WNTW, that host's picture appears up on that billboard. And I have not seen it. Of course, I can't see it because I'm here, okay? <laughs> so anyway... If you're driving through, uh, if you're driving 95 north, well, it's through the portion where 64 and 95 merges together, okay? And uh, right before you get to um, the, uh, the boulevard exit, okay, or over on the left, an electronic billboard, and it pops up, uh, I guess, uh, well, what I've been told is that each image is up there for 10 seconds, and there's 10 of them, so every, every minute. So you could drive by and, and it, some, something else is up there. But anyway, uh, I'd love to hear from someone that has seen it, okay? I, I, uh, they emailed me the picture of it, of what it looks like. So I've seen it uh, on my computer screen, but I've not seen it on the, um, on the billboard, okay? Although I did happen to uh, go by once, and I didn't even know where the thing was, and I looked up and I happened to see Michael Savage up there, and it, and it says looking for Michael Savage he's right here and uh and it just so happens that at the time there was a basketball game on so savage was being preempted <laughs> anyway but uh so that's just uh you know something and uh you know what the station is doing to promote what we do here and so we are, we really appreciate that and uh and I appreciate you all out there our listeners uh and again if you're driving uh, travel safe, uh, our prayers go with you. And, uh, and again, the number here is 804-454-1366. Uh, we did have a caller earlier that dropped off a, uh, our phones are working fine. So I don't know what happened, but the number is 804-454-1366. Now, uh, again, what we were, uh, talking about, uh, earlier, and, uh, we're going to continue on that theme, um, the accomplishments the, the great christmas present that um this president has been to this country and and, and again a, a lot of folks are going to easily see their paychecks increase so you know financially i mean it's undeniable the the Democrats can say what they like uh, you know they mischaracterize every tax cut they they mischaracterize uh particularly in the era when only republicans give tax cuts it was not always so okay um there once was a time when uh democrats and i know you know and i've given you the history of the democrat party you know the party of slavery and that's true they were the party of slavery and they are the party of slavery okay it's just in modern times it's a different type of slavery okay they have shackles on your mind They have shackles on your spirit. They have shackles on your soul. They no longer have shackles on your physical body, okay? Uh, These jokers have gotten smart. But uh, there once was a time when a Democrat president by the name of John Kennedy tried to take the uh, Democrat Party away from their um, pathways, and he cut taxes from 90 percent, okay? Imagine that. Top tax rate, 90 you, percent. You make a million dollars, you get to keep 100000 The government thinks it's entitled to 900000 Imagine that, okay? Imagine that. And the thing about tax cuts is it does not matter if you're Republican or Democrat, male or female, rich or poor. You see, truth is like that. All right. It's 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 irrespective. God is not a respect of persons. Um, The the force of gravity is not a respect of persons. Mathematics is not a respect of persons. One plus one equals two, regardless of who you are. It does not equal 11 just because you're cute. okay, or because you're eloquent or because you're intelligent or because you belong to, you know, the Democrat Party that can pull strings. You can pull some strings and make it appear that one plus one equals 11. And Democrats are very good at doing that, these modern Democrats. But one plus one equals two. It doesn't equal 11. Okay? It's just a simple fact. Now, when Republican Calvin Coolidge cut taxes, the economy took off. Okay? And and people would say, oh, there's less money to the government, so therefore you're going to increase the deficit because – the the government has less money. No, same thing when Kennedy, Democrat, when Democrat Kennedy cut taxes, the same dynamic occurred because people are using what they call static analysis rather than dynamic analysis. And static analysis says in, in that, which it never, tax cuts never create the outcome of static analysis. It never, ever does, and it never, ever will, okay? Because there's 320 million people in this nation, and there's a thing called cause and effect. So Democrats try to lie to people that don't think very deeply into these matters, and they only discuss the cause, the cause portion of it. And the the effect, they leave that out of the equation of people having the freedom to act based on that cause. And so in, 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 the, in the case of tax cuts, it's, okay, uh, there's a trillion dollars coming in uh, to, the, to the government, and uh, there's a proposal to cut taxes by uh, 10% across the board. So therefore, they say, oh, there's no longer going to be a trillion dollars coming in since you're cutting taxes by uh, 10%. Uh, there's only going to be $900 billion, uh, and so there's a $100 billion, which is 10%. There's a $100 billion tax shortfall. It's just simply not the case, folks. It's not the case because what happens is people change their behavior. More money is in the economy, and some people that are a, 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 a draw on the, uh, the uh, tax base become a taxpayer, And uh, we're at the bottom of the hour news break. And so we're going to take that break. But when we come back, we're going to get back into that. I'm going to finish up with that and let let you all know, those of you who don't know already, that this is a great Christmas present that you and I have been given courtesy of uh, President Donald J. Trump. We will be right back. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program. Oh, don't turn it down. Don't turn it off, Brother Mark. Let it play. <laughs> We're listening to a little bit of the great uh, Pavarotti singing "Old Holy Night. And uh, isn't it beautiful? <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear from you out there. 804-454-1366 is the number. I'd also like to say hello to Rob and Lori McGee. They are watching us on Facebook Live. They're in Haiti, folks. And uh, one of the things I love about Fairmount Christian Church is they're very, very mission-minded church. And uh, Rob, uh, we've been... um, Brothers at uh, morning uh, Bible study, 6 a.m. Thursday morning Bible study uh, for several years now. Rob, he had been there about 10 years. I'm the new guy. I've only been there about three years. (laughs) But um, anyway, they um, literally sold their home and moved to Haiti to spread the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, there's a school that uh, the church supports, and they do this with other churches. It's uh, a thing called One Mission. And, uh, and, and Fairmont participates in the One Mission uh, ministry. Uh, they also support uh, a university in Haiti. Uh, they also support the building of schools in Mexico uh, and in Kenya. And there was something that went on in Poland, uh, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but another one of our Bible study brothers, uh, Ray, I remember him going out to uh, Poland. Uh, and this has been, uh, what, seven or eight months ago. It back during the summer months. And uh, But anyway, they, uh, and, and then they also do uh, uh, missions here locally. Okay, so uh, when you... Give your uh, tithes and offerings uh, to Fairmount. You can literally see where the money goes. And it's, uh, and it's not going to give the preacher a, um, a Rolls Royce or Mercedes Benz, okay? <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But anyway, the number here, if you'd like to call, it's our final 30 minutes of the program. Well, final, uh, what, about 20 minutes or so. Uh, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. We still have a box full of uh, Bibles and other books courtesy of our good friends at Zondervan Publishing uh, that we would love to give away, a handbook of the Bible, several Bibles, Bibles for teens, Bibles even for children. Uh, We have a couple of books by Lee Strobel, a great Christian apologist. Uh, These would make really wonderful uh, Christmas presents for someone, and uh, I would love nothing more than to be able to give some of these away to you. Okay, and uh, and I and my prayer also is that uh, what we do here on the really real deal is a is a present, a, a Christmas present for you year round. Uh, really, and uh, and you know we don't have to uh wait for Christmas uh for. for to, you know, to talk about Christ because Christ can be born in your heart any day of the year. It doesn't have to be at Christmas. And, I, and also, and I send this as a prayer over these airwaves to everyone within the sound of my voice that uh, the reason for this season is uh, the birth of Christ. And, uh, and if, uh, you know, if many of, if any of you are in a place where I was for most of my life, I, I was a Christian, but really the depth of Christianity uh, had really not been born in my heart. It really hadn't. Now, it was when I first got baptized because the Spirit was on me real strong then, but it, it faded. It, it really faded. And so it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be able to have the experience and the understanding that comes with being born again. And so, you know, you talk about a Christmas present, that is a Christmas present, okay? And so while all of the things we buy are great and uh, and they're wonderful, but it's those in, intangible gifts that really make Christmas uh, a very, very special time of year. And uh, and again, we, we're discussing uh, some of the Christmas presents that uh, the presidency of Donald J. Trump uh, Uh, blessing this nation with and and helping to uh, maintain the environment that we're so blessed to be born into. We, we have no, we who are are born into freedom have no idea what people in other parts of the world deal with. We have no idea. And so many of us embrace and advocate evil without realizing that it is evil. Okay. Because we've drank the Kool-Aid, uh, there's an old saying that the lie goes around the world 10 times before the truth can put its pants on. And so it's just, it seems like it's so easy. And, and again, it's, it's biblical. The, the, the road to hell is wide and the, and the road to heaven is narrow. Okay. It's like a little path and it's, up, it's an uphill climb. And, uh, and I pray that, you know, while we're talking about Christmas, Christmas, the birth of Christ, and all that, that uh, in those quiet moments that people will reflect on the true meaning of Christmas, uh, why Jesus was born, why he came, and, uh, and make it personal. Uh, was this little baby born to grow up to be a man that cared about you? I say yes. Now, what do you say? The number is 804 804- 454 1366. Six. Now, uh, what do we have? 20 minutes to. Okay. Uh, we'd love to hear from some of you. And, uh, you know, me and Mark and Maximus, uh, Maximus doing tricks uh, for his treats. You know, as I've told you, I don't have an EBT dog. He knows if he wants a treat, he has to do a trick. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he gets his little treats. And uh, he'll do all kinds of little things. Um, his, his favorite thing is he'll stand on his hind legs and, uh, and, and, and kind of balance himself. <laughs> and uh, sometimes he has to hold on to me, but uh, quite often he can pull it off. Uh, anyway, back to the, uh, the Christmas presents, okay? Now, one of the things I talk about quite often are the, uh, the seven C's, Uh, of success, uh, which, you know, again, it starts out as Christian faith, and it goes to conservative values, and then constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunity, choice in all things, okay? Um, Our opponents or enemies, however you want to, however you want to call it, okay, um, they seem to only want to talk about choice when it's um, a woman in a situation where she's feeling some sort of pressure. Now, whether that pressure is internal or external, I think quite often it's an external pressure to, uh, to commit aborticide, to, to terminate the life growing within her because it is inconvenient, okay, or because the, uh, the other half of that equation, uh, you know, he's not there uh, for the responsibility portion. He was there in the creation, but uh, now he's gone. And so uh, quite often there are people around uh, such a woman when she's, uh, you know, let's just say she's drank the Kool-Aid and believes that this is fine and okay uh, quite often, she might share that with someone, and there's no one around her to, uh, to, to, to edify her, to buck her up, to say, hey, you can do this. Uh, if it's happened, it's God's will that it would happen, and you need to go forward. I mean, even if that means that if you're not uh, positioned or if, you've, if you feel or think you're not positioned, because you would be positioned now, okay? Okay. Uh, the lord would make a way but if you don't have the confidence that the lord would make a way if you truly truly think that okay this would be an inconvenience and i have plans and this is interfering with those plans you could still have the baby and give the baby up for adoption okay that that is always always and there are people in this nation that uh, they, they travel overseas for the uh, uh, privilege of adopting a baby because they are not enough here, okay? So that is always an option. And so, but when we talk about the seven C's of success, choice, okay? And, and again, our, our enemies will only list a negative choice. But when it comes to, let's say now you've had the baby and you are uh, – so unfortunate as to live in a very bad zip code. Now, under the uh, system that the uh, the Democrats have in in place, you have very little say so into where your child goes to school. You have to have the financial uh, wherewithal and the intellectual wherewithal to figure out how to have a home in a zip code where the schools are. Uh, above average. Now, for the for the people that lack that, you are totally at the mercy of the school board. Totally, totally at the mercy of the school board. And these people, uh, they're training your children. Let's say you're a Christian, you're a God-fearing person, you believe and you're doing the best you can do. If you don't understand who your enemies are and you're teaching your child to the best of your capacity at home, in your church. You put them on the school bus and you send them off, you send them off to be taught to have their heads filled with things that go counter to what you're teaching them. All because when it comes to where your child goes to school, these people that talk about choice in aborticide all of a sudden, these same people do not want you to have a choice where your child gets educated. Okay? So we, we advocate choice in all things. Okay? And then, even if, and let's say, if someone were to um, call up and complain, well, Hatchet Man, you're you not talking of choice in all things because you're fighting the choice to commit aborticide. That even is not true. Because I would love to have a healthy, respectful debate with someone on the merits of either way. So it's still a choice because God Himself gives us choice. Okay. We're created with free will. We're not created like the ants that all march in a line. Okay. You got the queen ant and the worker bee ants. We're not created that way. We're not created like the birds that fly in a straight, in a V and that like clockwork. They fly now. They're flying south. OK, uh, this spring, they'll be flying north. OK, they don't they don't have a choice. They act off of instinct. We're 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 created in the image of God. We're not created that way. And so I'm very respectful of choice. It's just that I have been given a gift of um being able to articulate things. And so I welcome the opportunity for respectful debate. And so we do that here on this radio program. I love it when I get invited out to give speeches, we do this. I've been trying for years, I've been challenging, literally challenging people to debate me on a stage. And I've not yet had anyone take me up on that. Okay, not yet, and so I mean, uh, what was it, uh, not quite a year ago, there was a big flap uh, down in, at Glen Allen High School, and I was interviewed on Channel 12, and, and then I was interviewed on Fox News uh, about this uh, controversy that here, this is a very prosperous area, uh, Glen Allen High School, there, there are no poor people that attend Glen Allen High School. Everyone, I mean, it's a, it's a prosperous area of Henrico County, and so... Uh, for Black History Month, they bring in some uh, little nitwit professor from VCU, my alma mater, by the way. Okay, uh, they bring him in, and uh, yeah, matter of fact, I'm 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 holding my VCU uh, ring up to the uh, Facebook camera for folks to see. No, I was not making a fist. I was just showing the ring. Okay. <laughs> anyway. The guy that did that, I challenged him to a debate. Now, he said at a public uh, forum that he would debate me. But when I emailed him to set the debate up, he would not answer the emails. Okay, the joker, he wants no part of the hatchet, man. Trust me. But still, you know, I've been looking for uh, some sort of debate opponent. uh, But, you know, the Democrats, they run like cockroaches uh, when I talk about debating because they, their, their preference is to just spread, uh, hate and misinformation and, and, and tell people that, oh, you shouldn't vote Republican because Republicans, they hate Brown people. They hate women. They hate children. They hate clean air. They hate clean water. Uh, it's everything. That's all they have. There's, there's nothing positive to say. And, uh, well, I have positive things to say. And so maybe, uh, In in the coming year, a a tactic would be for me to offer to debate uh, establishment Republicans. Okay, what I call low fat Republicans uh, or grand old Republicans, because within the Republican Party, there is a very, very healthy debate. And uh, and and I think for the most part, it's respectful. Now, they, you know, there are going to be times, anytime you're debating, there are going to be times when uh, maybe it devolves and is, is not quite so respectful. <laughs> but for the most part, I think it's a very respectful uh, debate that we in the Republican Party are having. Uh, there is no such debate uh, on the Democrat side, okay? The Democrat Party has, uh, is no longer the party of uh, John Kennedy, where John Kennedy was strong on defense. John Kennedy uh, gave a speech once where he said we would uh, come and defend any friend. We would face and defeat any foe. The man cut taxes, and when he cut taxes, it had the same response that when taxes get cut by a Republican because, see, math is no respecter of Republican or Democrat, okay? Okay. So, I'm always trying to invite my Democrat friends, and I have lots of Democrat friends, by the way, lots and lots and lots. Okay. Matter of fact, all my family, except my sweet wife and my two children, uh, they're all Democrats. Okay. Now, if there's another Republican, I've not yet found that out, but, and I love them all. Okay. So, it's uh, when I'm uh, going on and on about, you know, the Republican. uh, Democrat divide, uh, you know. I hit it hard and I hit it sharply, but I'm hitting it with truth, and there's no, there's no hatred there. It's just um, speaking truth, uh, you know. As we who are Christians understand, uh, we are to sharpen one another like steel on steel. And if you're sharpening one another like steel on steel, there's going to be some clanging, okay? And there's going to be a little noise, uh, but it's necessary. If you want the, the sword to uh to, to be able to accomplish uh its purpose, okay, which is to cut down falsehood so that people can get good information and make uh, better decisions, and so uh, prayerfully that's what uh, we're able to do, and uh, and I think we we um I think we achieve that quite often, or at least judging by the response I get. Uh, when I'm blessed with opportunities to go out and speak uh, before uh, public audiences, which I love doing, by the way. And as a matter of fact, you can uh, if you would love to have your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, brother Craig, come out and speak to your group. I would love to do that in the new year. Uh, we have a brand new website up, the really dot com. I would uh, highly encourage you uh, to go to that. Um, we have. Um, an archive of uh, the wonderful, like I said, I stand on the shoulder of giants, and uh, these people have written wonderful books. They've done great things. Uh, they're really, really uh, people that uh, do things and that, that love this nation, and, and, and quite often uh, they're, they, they're people that fit uh, quite often some of them fit all seven of the seven C's of success. Not always, you know, which that's fine, because a coalition quite naturally is going to have different people in it. And so, you know, um, and, I, and I need to finish up the seven C's here uh, because we, we're coming up to the end of the program here. And, uh, but to recap, the seven C's of success, starting with Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunity, which is with the tax cut, is going to uh, really mushroom. uh, Since the the, the tax cut got announced and and got signed into law, Uh, many, many companies are giving uh, some serious bonus money. I mean, billions and billions of dollars in bonus money has been given to ordinary workers, okay? A lot of people, uh, you know, I think uh, AT&T, has 200,000 employees and they, all 200,000 of them got a $1,000 bonus. Now, if you don't work for AT&T, you do, if you have a job, you work somewhere in the economy. Trust me, some of that money could very well get to you. I don't care if you're just a waiter or a waitress at a restaurant. Someone with the big fat bonus, they might go and have dinner at your restaurant. Well, otherwise, maybe they would not have done that, okay? And they might be in such a good mood, leave you a nice, big, fat tip. You know, so who knows? You know, guy's getting overtime down at the plant, and he needs a roof. Maybe he was going to put his own roof on. But since he's getting overtime, he, he has to hire a roofer to put his roof on. Maybe you're a roofer. You get some of that money. You see how it works, folks? The, the more money the government leaves within the private economy, the more likely it is that that money will circulate to you, okay? And the more the government takes, the less less likely you're going to get some of it unless you're on welfare or you're getting some phony government grant or you work in one of these bureaucracy jobs. That's what makes the divide. There are people in this nation that literally live at the government trough And so they always want more taxes. And there are people that live in their private economy. And so we need to do a better job. I think I do a pretty good job of it, but there are more people that need to talk about the merits of just more money in the private economy and how that benefits real people as opposed to this, uh, this narrative that I see quite often on the news and to my surprise I even, well, not too surprised but I even see this on Fox News um, reporting uh, how they say, oh well, the uh, the average person is going to get a $981 tax cut but those that make a million dollars a year, their tax cut is going to be $70,000. You see, that's designed to make you envy the guy that got a $70,000 tax cut but if he got a $70,000 tax cut, he's paying hundreds, over 100,000, hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. Because if he made a million dollars and he's at a 37th, where well, it was a 39% tax rate, that's $390,000 in taxes the guy paid. So now rather than pay 390000 he pays 370000 and so here you are with 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 your income, you're just paying a few thousand. You're not paying like close to four hundred thousand. And so it should be explained that way rather than dividing people by uh, income levels. This this is evil. This is really evil. And um, but anyway, we're up against the end of the program. As a matter of fact, of the seven C's, another one: confrontation with evil, which. Of course, I do that every week. And the final one is consistency in application of law. Uh, You're going to see a lot more of that in the coming year as this phony um, Russia investigation that the uh, Democrats unfurled to try to ensnare uh, Donald Trump. Uh, They're going to find out uh, there's going to be a little more consistency in application of law because a lot of them are going to get ensnared. But that has to be the final word. Uh, we want to share with you uh, as we go out the door here a little bit more of Josh uh, Groban. Oh, holy night! Uh, you all be very, very blessed, and uh, we'll have a best of program uh, tomorrow morning from nine to eleven, and uh, and I'll be here next week uh, to wrap the year up with our choices for the Golden Hatchet Awards of 2017. Travel safe, be blessed, and we're going to see you right here next week, folks. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station.
0: Here's the best news and talk, AM 820, WNTW Chester is the answer.